My Little Strangelings. On this podcast, I discuss the world's folklore, myths, legends, and superstitions. I explore what these stories meant to the cultures that shared them, the different uses of lore in our modern-day entertainment, and the history of it all. Welcome to Folklore Friday. folk, fairies, the fair ones, or the hidden ones. Types of mythological beings or legendary creatures in European folklore. Were these simply tales from long ago, or were they something more? Tell me, what do you think? again. It's another day on the Folklore Podcast. I am your host, Megan, and I am joined by my friends. Hi, friends. Hi. Hi. Okay. Hi, I'm Faye. I'm Tyra. I'm Nick. Perfect. <laughs> We're getting better. <laughs> you hold your mic up to your face. <laughs> like, Hi. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was helpful. That's what no, I was I trying to hear do, you. too. And I was like, I can't get it. No. All right. So we all researched fairies. And we just caught up with each other because this is April 3rd, quick current problems in the world. We just got extended the stay-at-home order till May, so that kind of sucks. May 4th, yeah. Dang. So we're all dealing with that in our own ways. But that's why we decided it would be fun to talk about stuff that had nothing to do with it. (laughs) So... (laughs) Fairies. What did you guys think of fairies before you did the research on your particular topics? Honestly, fairies came to mind. Tinkerbell was the first thing that came to my brain, which is really sad to say because that's so, it's so like. Oh, we lost Nick. He did. He just like, his phone just stopped working. Oh, I hope he comes (laughs) back. (laughs) No, same. But like. Tinkerbell, that was, like, the first thing that came to my mind when I thought of fairy. Like, that's... Or, like, even, like, just, I don't know, like, small little winged things. That's basically it. Honestly, all I knew about fairies before this whole thing. I thought about how I would just have a lot of little figurines of, like, little fairy people as, as like, a girl. Aww. And, like, for Christmas, we'd have, like, my mom would get me, like, fairy ornaments. And my grandma would have, like... Like, in her shelf in her house, she'd have, like, these little models of fairies and then, like, these, like, big shoes that were, like, they're, like, little, like, people, like, living in shoes. That's but then, cute. as a kid, I would, like, make little, like, fairy houses for, and, like, put them outside. So, yeah, I was, I was pretty, because my name, like, means, like, fairy or something. So, yeah, I, it's, I don't know, like, a symbol in my life, I guess. That's cute. I like that. We totally lost Nick. He is not. We did. He's not connected. connected. <laughs> He's just gone. I, I think I, his phone probably died. I, yeah, I wonder if I should pause this. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Probably a good idea. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pause. Hold, please. But yeah, Nick's back. Well, wow. We were talking about fairies, but then I told them that we should um, all go to Crypticon together, which is that kind of like convention i told you guys about it's i want to go that sounds really it's fun. so it's so cool i just have to tell you a few things that were there when i went um one they have there's like costume contests so there's a lot of people that dress up so that's just entertaining they had also a makeup competition but you could go and watch people so they had like models and then they mm-hmm. transformed them into like monsters and so they had like prosthetics and like fake ears and fake blood and and you can just sit and they're in this like big room and you, you can sit and watch it and then you it was like i think 
an hour or maybe more. So we just like checked in with them. We checked in in the beginning and then we came and we saw the ending. And that was it felt like a reality TV show. I was like, oh, like a competition type show. That was cool. And then there's That's different. So cool. Oh, God, it's. Oh, there's just, just so much stuff. Like there's classes you can take so you can make like crafts. I made a hold on. Just pulling out the props. <laughs> I made a tombstone. Oh, oh cool. Dope. cool. Is it yours? Well, I didn't add the title because <laughs> I had to go, but I still have the stuff, but it's like freestanding. <laughs> it was really cute. That is cute. I, I was going to put Folklore Friday on it, but I didn't have my font finalized, so I didn't. <laughs> your font, your very important font. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, that's so important. More research on your fonts. So much, so much research on the font. At least 10 more hours. So, it's, most of my time is picking out a font. Oh, it's so cool. And there's different, like, classes, oh like, and different, like, they'll have, like, uh, open-ended, like, questions with, like, experts. I went to this one thing. It was, like, categorizing of monsters. And this one guy, like, went through, like, all these different categories of, like, entertainment. And then, like, there were some true crime people there. That wasn't really my thing. But my, oh my mom God, was into it. That is my thing. Well, true crime is my thing, bro. There's a, there's a lot of that. There's a... There's, there's, I can't even, like... Oh, they I don't had know a, why I'm so into true crime. It's oh, you would have fun. Yeah, There's like, like I'm gonna be like, <laughs> they have this like a bunch of hearses that Secretly are all decorated, and you can go and mm-hmm. take pictures like in these different hearses. It's so cool. And there was one car that was made out of coffins. Oh, it was very cool. Yes. <laughs> it was so cool. And <laughs> I don't know, but <laughs> my mom went with me because my husband couldn't go. And Mm -hmm. there was this, okay, okay, I'll tell this one story, then we'll get back to the topic. (laughs) But, like, we were sitting in this, like, hotel, because that's where it was. Oh, and there was, like, Mm -hmm. one floor that people were playing D&D, like, the whole time. That would be, like, Carl's jam. Like, Nick is just so happy right now. We'd lose them on that floor. Yeah, yeah, they would (laughs) school us. And I'd be like, what? What happened? (laughs) We know where he is, but, like, we're just... Yeah, he would he would love that. Um, but so I was sitting with my mom. We were looking at this pamphlet of like all the things, and my mom was like, "Okay," because she talks really sweet. She's like, "Okay, honey, so we have a couple of choices. We could go um to this uh the most grisly um like the most grisly satanic ritualistic killings, or we could go to this." And there was this guy sitting there, and I was like, "Hey, are you here for Crypticon?" He goes. Yeah, I was like, okay, because otherwise this conversation is super bizarre. <laughs> and it was just like, she, it was just so, because my mom's really sweet and she was talking about all these like horrific things and it was really funny, but it was, a, there was a lot of fun stuff. That'd be an interesting conversation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she went and took the like unsolved cases and then I went and looked at all the merch and I was in heaven. I had quite a bit of fun <laughs> like for that one hour every other hour we were like boom gotta go gotta go here gotta go here oh and they always have guest speakers i think they're a bunch of like 90s kind of stars like i saw some people from the x-files last time but it's so cool speaking of 90s shows and not to get like too far on another tangent but have you guys seen um what is it uh twin peaks Oh, I haven't, but it's on my list I of, like, I've this would be a good it. thing to watch. <laughs> so I'm, like, less than, like, 15 miles from there, and oh. that's, like, one of the nearest towns, and it's actually the town that my mom lives in, and uh, that's, like, where it was filmed, Snoqualmie, Washington, and uh, it was, that was a really interesting show to watch for me, because when I first started watching it, I had moved to Wyoming. Oh, <laughs> the person I was living wow. with was like, oh, you're from Washington. Maybe you'll like this show. And I was from like, Washington. watching the intro on the first episode. I'm like, man, that looks like Mount Sai. That's and so like, funny. Snoqualmie River. And I was like, what that's is dope. that? And then I see the diner that's like one of the main spots in the show. And I was like, oh my God, this is North Bend. And I was like, this is like one of my hometowns. And just like blew my mind. So I watched the whole show that year. That's pretty it's a, funny. It's a really scary show. Like, oh, yeah. At first, you're like, it's weird, and then and it is really strange. One of the guys crazy. from Twin Peaks is going to be at Crypticon. Yeah, it's going to be like <gasps> yeah. the main character. 
Yeah. Um, like the FBI. So cool. Yeah. He's super cool. I was like, I, that sounds familiar. And I, so I looked it up. Yeah. My friend from high school is his nephew. Oh. Yeah. It was interesting. And then my stepbrother would see him all the time at a pizza place that he worked at. That's he cool. would just like walk in and he's like, you can definitely tell who he is. He like tries to hide himself because he's like a local you know, famous mm-hmm. person. Celebrity. But mm-hmm. celebrity. Celebrity. We just yeah. have Ryan style. That's all we have. <laughs> oh my, my husband's boss, by the way. <laughs> so, anywho. Okay, well. Alright, so, Nick, we talked about, a little bit, about when we thought about fairies before this, what we thought of, and Tyra said that she, Tyra and Faye both talked about, like, what they thought of. Um, but what do you think of when, like, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Well, when we first started talking about it, I was like, oh, I'm not that knowledgeable on fairies. And you were talking about how there's like all these different like um, genealogies and stuff. And same with the show that we watched. There's like a lot of different kinds of fairies. So what I first thought of was like woodland fairies. And like, like, because when I was a kid, we would always like make little houses for fairy stuff. So I always think of like little creek beds and like, you know, the woods. Um but when I started doing the research, I realized, like, I used to read this book series called The Spiderwick Chronicles, and it had a lot of these little characters in it. And it also made me think of, like, Scotland and, like, the rolling hills and stuff. So, yeah. That's cool. I realized there was, like, a lot more to it than what I originally thought. Yeah. Well, I think that's cool. I think it's kind of a shame because I've been into folklore for a while so when I think of fairies I think that's a huge topic gotta give me some specifications but it's kind of a shame that our storytelling is very small when it comes to like mythological do we lose Tyra now too? our phone must have died as well I'm sorry. I don't know. My phone's stupid. It's broken. I need to get a new phone, but you know. So I'm going to give a little definition and just kind of some context on the fae folk. So fae folk are mostly thought of as fairies, but unlike kind of the American standard perspective of like, say, Tinkerbell, um, if you ask most children in America to draw a fairy, they're going to draw like a pixie. But there's actually lots of different types of fae folk and they're not all small humanoid wings the best thing i can compare it to is you think you think like a regular tabby house cat and if you were to say that's all cats when that's not there's tigers and and lions and cheetahs and pumas and leopards and panthers and bobcats blah 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 blah. it's the same thing with fairies they come in all like shapes and sizes and they do different things and so last time okay well we watched lost girl and they said that in that particular show it was like anything that's supernatural is a fae which was interesting and that because that gave them like all this you know story writing ability and then um what brought us to that is we were talking about alien abductions and i think Faye, you weren't there for the area 51 one so what made the connection is that there's some similarities between people that claim to be abducted by aliens are said to experience the same things that people in the past said that they experienced when they were taken by fairies. So being surrounded by a light being picked up. If you know, you think about like encounters of the third kind, when someone's like being picked up by a tractor beam, people that said that they were taken by fairies had the similar experience and things like losing time, tasting cinnamon in their mouths and there was some more, but basically... There's a lot, yeah. That's not, that just still blows my mind because people have been experiencing these things for like hundreds of years and we still don't mm-hmm. know like why. And I was reading today yeah. that there was a case of someone like from five years ago of like this 12-year-old Whoa. girl that claimed that she was stuck in a fairy ring and she was in a trance and then her other friend Whoa. found her. And uh, long story short, they're both now in like mental institutions. But this was five years ago, and like, and she. Wait, I need some like, I need some like background information. Well, yeah, right? I'm I, like, oh, man. I know, I know. I'll that have to send suck. you a link because 
I only listened to it like on a podcast and I was like, that's interesting. So that's like, that's like all I know, but, (laughs) but a fairy, I'll I'll talk a little bit about a fairy ring and then we'll get started. Um, Okay. A fairy ring is whenever there's a group of plants that have grown in a circle. So it could be mushrooms, it could be trees, it could be anything. And they're very, um, it's a very superstitious thing, like to knock over it can be like bad luck to, to kill a fairy ring. And yeah, to, we used to talk about that as kids when you'd see like rings in the woods, like mushrooms do like a natural ring. Mm-hmm. And when you see stuff like that, you're like, Oh, don't mess with it. You know, we like kind of keep the folklore going as kids. Yeah. Um, when I went to Ireland, we, there was times where we'd be driving cause it's, it's basically like, think about how Washington looks. That's how Ireland looks like in like the farmlands, just add in some castles and more sheep. <laughs> and uh, so we'd be driving along these like long, long county roads and they'd be going straight, straight. And then out of nowhere, the road would turn and then like go back into a straight line. And we're like, what the heck is that? And it was only until we went to the leprechaun museum which is a thing and it was my favorite thing when i was there (laughs) it was the coolest thing in the world i want to go again anywho the guy there so he talked about like folklore the museum like curator and he said fairy rings people in ireland are still very superstitious and even when they make modern roads they won't plow them down because it's said to be very bad luck and construction workers have had things happen to them before where they're and they'll if it's anything bad luck they go it's because we knocked over that or this and so it's incredibly superstitious thing like and even in the city there'll be like these little pockets where they've like paved around like a little thing of plants because they don't want to like knock it over. And so (laughs) it's very real, very old world kind of thinking in that category. But yeah, it's very cool. Um, Quick definition. A fairy, also known as a a fae, F-A-Y or F-A-E, is a type of mythological being. It's like all over the place. The spelling, you could spell it however you want and it would work. (laughs) Like our dear fae. Okay, over here. F-A-Y. Yeah. <laughs> that's the correct one. That's that's the best one. No. <laughs> okay. It makes the, the most sense. It using does letters, but it does for American English. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So a fae is a type of mythological being or legendary creature in European folklore, a form of spirit often described as metaphysical, supernatural, or preternatural. Uh, yep. Yeah, that's basically it. But we're going to stick to fairies from Celtic kind of traditions. And yeah. And so first, we're going to have Faye talk to us about the things that she learned about her little topics. Well, I was given the topics a pixie, a brown. Brownie or Bruni is another way to pronounce it. Um, and then wood nymph and dine. So I'm going to start with pixies and just kind of describe what those are, which very similar when you think about, um, like, you know, a little magical with little, yeah, like what you, what comes to mind, I guess, like mm-hmm. um, Tinkerbell and Peter Pan would be an example of that. But then I was also thinking of another example of like in Harry Potter, there are these, these types of pixies and they're called Cornish pixies and they're released by this kind of wacky professor named Lockhart and he releases them into the classroom and he's like, he's like, you need to, you need to figure out how to tame these and they just wreaked havoc. And I think that that is that's scary mouths. Yes. And they're squealing and there's no way to calm them down. Of course, Hermione ended up doing it because she did everything, but, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, that I I think is another trait as that's described is that, Pixies tend to be very mischievous, um, and from where, from what I, I read, they are from a Celtic origin, like Megan was saying before, and kind of like some defining features would be like tiny, um, pointed ears, and are seen throughout 
different types of folklore, like in groups, like dancing and like kind of parading around, like they're joyous, but like they also can be mischievous, like in Harry Potter is another example. Um, so yeah, those were, those were kind of the two things I was thinking about. Um, and then a brownie or a bruni. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly. I like bruni. I've never heard that. Like That's bruni. fun. <laughs> um, it can be described as like a household spirit. And I, I read that it's most commonly from British folklore um, that is usually said to come out at night while the owners of the house are sleeping and they are known to perform different chores and like farming tasks um, but can be troublemakers as well and are easily turned bad so they can kind of wreak havoc on your house and are just all, all in all just not a very mm-hmm. like I don't know they they are pretty sneaky yeah I'm gonna um, interject real quick with the brownies they will do chores and they will they're fine with doing chores and it, they like it but you have to give them some kind of gift and if yeah, you like don't then that's when they yes like an offering and if you don't then that's what makes them go bad mm. yeah i was i was thinking about that but i think i found i remember reading like the fable haven like book series um and i'm pretty sure there's there's mentions of like that of brownies living near the residence of like the fable haven like sanctuary i don't know if you guys are familiar with those books they're like they, they were what book was it it's called fable haven i just I wrote that, that down so familiar. i don't know what that yeah. is but i'm gonna find I used, out i used yeah i when used I to young, read them i used to be like super into like fairies and like on stuff so i had like books and stuff about it but now i don't know I don't remember so they're this is also, the first time you're yeah. mentioning being really into fairies at some point <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I was I like, 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 uh, yeah no it's because my grandma was really into it so. it's coming See, back my grandma to you was now. also into it. Back to it yeah yeah or it's like just like a symbol like i think of my grandma and i think of like yeah the figurines of fairies she'd have in her house it's weird that's yeah. cute <laughs> um classic grandma stuff Yes, <laughs> I guess angels and fairies. Like <laughs> yes, they are. They are like yeah, porcelain. Yeah, they're like, like doing little things. Mm-hmm. Oh God, grandmas always have porcelain dolls. Oh my God, my grandma's <laughs> porcelain dolls. Oh, they used to make them. I'm afraid of dolls. That's like wow. Annabelle status. Yeah, yeah, Just like crafting them. Mm-hmm. All right, okay, so what was your next? Um, is there anything else on brownies that you want to talk about? I was I was just going to say that they are like human like, but they're tiny, like they're small in stature, and they also have like signature like leafier or pointy ears. Um, but yeah, I can move on to like wood nymphs, which the first thing I think of of that is like like uh, in Greek mythology, like when. Uh, a, a Greek god is just chilling and then he like goes into a wood and, and then he comes across like these intriguing women that are you don't really so you know what like their Greek thing mythology. is mm-hmm. well they are that's no I they're big where it, that's where it originated is yeah. In, yeah. in Greek mythology all different types of Greek nymphs mythology for sure yeah. and like, similar yeah. to like Stephanie, those were all her or, friends only mm-hmm. she only totally. was friends with nymphs. Yes, that's a, that's so that was my example I had um in like I guess not really modern culture but like an example throughout history was Aphrodite I think all of her friends or women that she kind of surrounded herself with were different types of nymphs. Mm-hmm. Um but like more specifically um yeah, it's it says in Greek mythology any of the large class of inferior female divinities. The nymphs are usually associated with fertile growing things such as trees or water. Um, um, so, and then, so the forest and wood nymphs are referred as they're not immortal, but they can live for our, for however long the object that they're inhabiting does. So like a tree or like a flowing stream would, you know, live for or be present for a good amount of time um, but they're not they eventually can die um so yeah so the tree yeah the tree and wood nymphs who only li- would only live as long as the trees that they inhabited is what i found um 
I don't know if anyone wants to say anything. Um, Doesn't sound like they'd like loggers. Yeah. There's a lot of implication. I'm right in the middle of something, Mom. (laughs) (laughs) I can't hear you. Oh, my God. What are you doing? Mom, go away. I'm sorry. I can't open the door. (laughs) No, not the door. (laughs) (laughs) The door is so squeaky. The door does not want to be open. I told her I was going to be recording. (laughs) Okay. Everyone's so sick of being in quarantine. (laughs) (laughs) Like one little thing, and I'm like... You're like, I'm busy. <laughs> Megan, you look with your husband and your dog. Okay, I know it's we live different. I know. I'm. <laughs> I'm very yeah, fortunate. Like, oh no! Our biggest, okay. our biggest problem is he always wants pizza and I always want pasta because we cook <gasps> cook a lot more now that we're at home, and that's the yep. thing wow. that we. Like run. A real issue. I know. Oh no! <laughs> Sorry. Which Italian cuisine should we eat? Oh, Italian. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Okay, we're, all right. We're all we're all have first world problems. I know. Honestly, yes. Well, pasta we're all or pizza. We're yeah. <laughs> we can still afford <laughs> pizza and pasta and food for a dog. So we've lost work, but we're okay. Yeah. Okay. Was there anything else about wood nymphs? I'm trying to keep us on track. Um, that was yeah, it. Yeah. Okay. Then, I'm excited for this next one. Okay. Yeah. Oh, cool. I had Which actually never it's never cool. heard about it before. But it's a mythological figure of European tradition. Um, it's, I think, I, I hope I'm getting this accurate, but a water nymph who becomes a human when she falls in love with a man, but is doomed to die if he is unfaithful to her. Whoa. Yeah. That's a clause. So it's, yeah. it's derived from Whoa. like the Greek figures known as nirads. Nir- um, I'm not sure. Yeah, sounds, sounds right. It's N E R E I D S, and they wants like no, just look it up. <laughs> they worked for the god Poseidon, um, and that's when it the Undine was first mentioned, um, and in different writings of like Greek mythology, I guess that's what I found. I don't know. There are probably different origins, um, but yeah. So basically, a water nymph. Who falls in love with I? I assume like a like a human, like a mortal, um, but will die um, if yeah he's unfaithful. Wow, which is kind wow. of interesting. So- I, it must have some like historical significance too, based on like something that I've was going movie. on during the time. I don't know time period. That yeah. would make sense. Yeah, something about the importance of um, being faithful, like monogamy. Yeah, yeah. Classic. I so really. Yeah, were my- <laughs> I, th- I think I've seen this movie though that you're describing. There's a. <laughs> what I like about that is there's something to keep in mind when we talk about these things is think about like the implications that these stories had. Like this one, as a woman, I'm like yes because there's there's a lot of stories that aren't very favoring, like about sirens oh or. <laughs> I'm so sorry, but my mom is knocking on my window. Oh on your window? <laughs> Why? She's like, this will work. This is different. <laughs> She's outside wiping off the groceries and she just knocked on my window. Like, and somewhere. she was like, she was like, look at my syrup. <laughs> Something intense going on, but she was just knocking on my window. I thought I was like in trouble. It's I thought so she was like, really cursed. <laughs> I didn't really start my syrup. Like, guys. So so there was just a loud noise oh. and I didn't like it. <laughs> Ah, funny okay, sorry. Whenever we go to record, it's like there's always issues. Phones dying, parents coming in. Like, Even when I told them, oh, I was like, I know, I'm, I'm gonna be recording. Also, but I already know that my dad's gonna come upstairs and he's gonna like barge into my room. <laughs> Classic. It's not. No, you know my dad does. He just like will open my door and just stare at me and not even say anything. Oh, and just like God. stand there. <laughs> like, That's man, weird. What do you want? From me? Or he'll walk in the room. Yeah, then I'll just leave. Glad you used my room as pacing space. No, my dad walks into my room. He'll move two things to how he wants them to be moved, and then leave in your room. In my room, I'm like. I was like, I bought the most 
most of my belongings that are in this room. He's like, so no, no, technically, it's, it's got to be this way. That's like, weird. This needs to be tilted. You're wrong. You're just you're wrong. He unplugs all my outlets, even if it's like plugged in, like even if it's work turned on. He'll just unplug them. That's, <gasps> that does not sound like fun. It's the okay, ultimate troll. Okay. He's, like a, he's like a troll. He's like a little <laughs> mischievous. I don't want to have Megan do all this. Yes, okay. yes, yes, yeah. yes. Okay, um, okay, so one thing that I want to think about while we talk about these things is like, what are some of the kind of psychological and cultural implications for this? As a, as a woman, I love this story because it's mm-hmm. like, like, what's the moral? Treat women right. Don't be unfaithful. Yeah. When there's quite a few stories in mythology about like sirens and selkies we'll get to where men aren't really necessarily thinking of the benefit of that like female. They're taking her out of her home saying, live with me in my world, forget your own and oh yeah, live for my benefit, not yours. And he's like, and his yep. wife or, or something. Per, his, Ooh, his wife. There's a lot of controversy he, about that one. I might he have like to abducts argue. her <laughs> to the underworld and then she doesn't want to go with oh, him. No, yeah, no, no. There's one, so many different ver- Okay, we need complex. to have a full podcast because I actually yes, love yeah. Persephone. Like, that one. He's like, let's do it. There's Okay, oh there's God. so much around. We have to do it because I've been like going deep into the story of Persephone like these past few weeks and it's now like one of my favorite stories. It's really interesting. It's really cool. And there's Story, so yeah. many layers and there's different mm-hmm. versions anywho okay so yep. well undines very interesting wow it sounded like i said un- undies i thought it was like undine but maybe, yeah, not. I thought too. I was like, undine. maybe not no i think it is undine i just said undies <laughs> <laughs> all right all right let's hear about the undies okay all right tyra let's hear about yours okay so i had hob Hoblin, which is from Harry Potter. Um, I had Boggle. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. Yeah. Is that bo- Boggle? Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the game? <laughs> I just, it does sound. When I searched it up, it came out of the game, and I was like, no, it's not, it's not what I'm You're like, alrighty. I know. I should have. What are the rules? I'm not sure the other one is, like, okay, I want to say, like, Puka? Yeah, that's yeah. not right. Oh, is that right? No, it's okay, absolutely cool. right. And not then, puta. <laughs> nope. <laughs> and then break. So for the hobgoblin one, um, can you talk I'll closer to your phone, Tyra? Thank you. Since you have, thanks. I just want to get your beautiful voice better. Petition Tyra to get some headphones, or we'll buy you some headphones. We'll get you Tyra. some good headphones. Tyra needs some headphones. Okay, cool. So, uh, the hobgoblin is from Harry Potter. Um, it's uh, Toby, if you know, you might want to know. Yeah. Um, Toby's my favorite character. He's, okay. oh, anyways. Very emotional. <laughs> I love Toby. <Hobbit. laughs> um, so. what? <laughs> what? What happened? Big Lord of the Rings fan, she just goes, yeah, Hobbit. Oh. <laughs> hey. Wow. He reminds me of a Hobbit. Harry Potter to Toby. He's, he's a like, house elf. Yeah. Yeah, Hobbit. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a house elf. That's Continue. exactly what he is. Hobbit's a small, hairy little man. <laughs> sorry, sorry. He's very similar to a brownie, um, like what Faye was saying. So, like, mm-hmm. when she was talking, I was like, oh, wow, they're, like, basically the same thing. So, they're found in human dwellings. Um, they do odd jobs ar- around the house. Uh, they are fond of practical jokes. Um, they're easily annoyed. They can be mischievous, frightening, and even dangerous at times. And sounds like my uh-huh. brothers. <laughs> sounds like that's me. <laughs> um, that's me. Hobbit. <laughs> Uh, they were once considered um, helpful, but since the spread of Christianity, it has been considered um, mischievous. Mm. So, ah. Okay, there's a cultural uh, yeah, implication Like there. shift, yeah, yeah. with like yeah. the religion change. I think it's because fairies are considered like pagan. I was about, yeah, yeah, totally. So... Like there was um, early bad. Yeah, early Christians would say that fairies can't be good because they're not. They're not Christian. They're yeah. There's oh, nothing. Man. There's no record of them in the in the Bible, so they must be bad. But there's also, uh. but, which is, 
Which is very strange because there's, and I'll get off this topic, but for context, there's a lot of people that think, because there's like a scripture in Genesis where Eve has, she's bathed half of her children. And then the other, like there's three or a few of them that are behind her and God comes down and she hides her children that are dirty. And he says, because you hid these from me, I will hide these from the world. And so some people think that her children that were hiding are actually the original fairies because then they kind of drifted to the background and they became more a part of the earth and mm-hmm. became unseen and therefore not human because God hid them. And so I don't know, it's a little weird because some Christians are like fairies are yeah. bad. And then other Christians who their ancestors started off pagan, it was like, you know, a fusion of, of those yep. beliefs, which can also happen. Mm-hmm. Wow. Totally. Yeah. I think that, it's kind of my question why are they tiny i know i don't know why there's because so many different versions i don't know maybe we're just big stealth. Who knows? maybe we're just, just big. Stealth. we're not we're not <laughs> maybe we're just big yeah no i don't think so no, no. i'm basically the same height as what a hobbit <laughs> <laughs> you hear the height ratio you're like okay okay, okay I, yeah. you're like, you're like i fit in Okay, so a boggle, I was looking at a boggle and like it kept coming up as uh, what? Big hats, boggarts. These are very, very similar to each other. But I finally found a website that seems to have at least some information about what it is. So it's a freakish spirit who delights rather to perplex and frighten mankind than either to serve or seriously hurt them. Um, <laughs> once again, this is my brother. Oh my god, <laughs> it's just a troll. They're like, I don't really want to kill you, but I don't really want to like you either. So I'm just gonna mess with you. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes, if you do the right thing, like by chance, I might do your chores. Maybe, but, you know, like, maybe. <laughs> Who knows if you got it right or wrong this week? So, like, we'll find out. Uh huh. Either all your furniture is going to be upside down or <laughs> and your animals are all let out. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I'm seeing a lot of crossover. Like, Yeah, um, there's so much that was like the exact same and I was like, wow. Yeah, these aren't like defining characteristics. Yeah. Like if and we were detectives like, wanna... trying to yeah. find out who did it, yeah. you know, we'd be like, oh man. I'm not sure. They're all, the, they're all kind of the same. <laughs> pointing in a lot of directions here. So what did you find on that website? Um, the Esperate Follet of the French, Shakespeare's Puck or Robin Godfellow, and Shelley Coat, a spirit who resides in the waters and has given his name to many a rock and stone on the Scottish coast, belongs to the class of Boggles. Yeah. So I think Nick is going to talk more about that because I think for one of them, he has that. So we'll leave yeah. it at that. All right, I'm going to interject one thing um, just because I'm the nerd. Go for it. So, Good, because yeah. I can find a lot of stuff. So there's like, okay, boggles are a classification of goblins. And um, uh. within that, there's a side group that's a bogart. So every bogart is a boggle, but not all boggles are bogarts. Do you know what I mean? Got it's it. Like, Got it. I don't know how to quite explain that. Like, It's a subspecies. Yeah. 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 And Don't the British say bogart. Bogart. Like, yeah, dude, that's what I was hearing. A boggle is like the Celtic <laughs> version of our boogeyman. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's way scarier See, than a wow, bogger. it's just like totally. So bogger is just a pain in the butt. <laughs> like if Bogger's you had like, one, you'd be like, "All right, call the exterminator." Like, <laughs> it's, it's, and that exterminator is a mix between like the Ghostbusters and your regular everyday like rodent guy. You know, they just show up. I they're like, it. "Damn it!" Like exterminator. Yeah. And in Harry Potter, it's like your worst fear. It changes into your worst fear. That's right. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. J.K. Rowling was kind of a genius because she did yeah, something and then she them. took other things and then she completely yeah. changed them, which is she fine. really took things. Like really yeah. like like with the house elves. Yeah, she did like a retelling, and I think that, that I, I'm always interested when that happens. And I thought yeah, I thought she did good. That Our, happens in sci-fi as well. And all I always the really time. like it. Yes. Yeah. Oh so many to things. change the rules. I can all right. Talk what about. were you gonna say? All right, Tyra, what is um, 
Is there any other thoughts you have on, on boggles? Not really. That was pretty much okay. all of it. Spin it. <laughs> so the, 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 the one, one was really cool to search up. This one was like, really interesting. So it's from Ireland. It's a Celtic folklore. Um, and are you, which one are you talking about? The puka. Okay, puka. puka. Yeah. Puka. 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 Uh, <laughs> oh my god! Oh, wow! That was, uh, you need to put a warning before that happens. I didn't realize how loud that was. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Dude. I thought it like in my like here in my room. It was like puka. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tyra, um, tell us about the puka. Okay, so in um, similar fairy entities, so it appears in, like a lot of different um, mythology in like Scotland, Wales, Cornwall. And like, like, there's like different types of them in like each different like place, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, it's often thought of as, as a animal spirit. Some accounts believe it gets its name from "pock," meaning he goat in Irish. Um, Puka is a changeling and can take animal or human form. Uh, it's like, say for example, like a horse, a donkey, cat, like that kind of stuff. Oh, and even like um, a young man or even a voluptuous young woman that's like yeah or hot <laughs> wow hot to trot young man or very voluptuous young lady yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah i know i was like i was like why is it like, every day kid everyday boy <laughs> and then like a hot hot lady <laughs> yeah okay yeah, this well, is saying something about the time <laughs> the animal puka is is uh usually Jet black with fiery golden or red eyes. Uh, the mountains and hills are the creature's domain. Um, and depending on where you live in Ireland, it is thought to be either helpful or menacing. Yep. Um, it has been known to help farmers, for example, but it can also wreak havoc. Um, it is known for its cunning and wile, as well as lies and deception. Puka's archetype is is trickster. A puka often appears as a horse, as a horse galloping across the across the countryside, knocking down fences, gates, and devastating crops. Uh, um, under the spell of puka, it's often acted so a way mean. that some people have gotten very, very drunk happened the previous night. So people will say, like, "Oh, I don't know what happened on previous." Must have been the puka. <laughs> <laughs> Must have been the puka. I love like, that. Dude, that was you. That's that was so all you. Great. I love that. I can't remember what happened. <laughs> no, you got up and pissed all over the room. Yeah, got him in the puka. Oh, Wasn't God. me. Um, I oh, have to. Goodness. I have to interject. Um, I gotta think of a different word than interject. It sounds so aggressive. <laughs> I have to. <laughs> I have to opinion. add puka. Okay, there was this movie I watched, and it's probably Isn't it was probably only called- cool to watch when you're like a child. It's called Behind the Waterfall. But if I watched it now, I'd probably hate it. But um, behind the waterfall, it's really good because there's like this guy that comes and moves into town, and he's like this old Irish guy, and. Anyway, there's a whole thing, but there's um, there's a part with a puka, and it was actually accurate because I looked it up later, and they have this, like, horse that's just a beautiful horse that comes in. And if, like, if you're traveling and you're, like, an honest traveler and you have, like, a worthy goal, and if you're lost, the puka can warn you and also guide you to, like, the direction that you need to go. And so there's like a part in, and that's all accurate according to lore because they are for the most part tricksters. But if they know that you're a wanderer and you're trying to get somewhere important. So like this big sister, her little brother is like lost and they're all looking for him. And the puka tries to, comes as a horse to try to guide her to where her brother is. But she has, but it's like terrifying because it's like dark and she's like running after this horse in the middle of the night. <laughs> and like, it was oh. so cool. <laughs> I like the puka a lot. <laughs> it's Sprite. So it is often depicted as a very like creature or an ethereal entity. Ethereal. Ethereal? Yeah. It's okay. That there's an old, that's not something that's used in like our. That's not that's not a word that we as Americans yeah, use I was like, that I was much. Like, oh, bird is. I was like, Megan probably knows because Megan knows. Yeah. I knew the word. I just didn't want to interrupt you again. Oh, you I did? Was, I yeah. I just was scared of 
saying something and then backlash yes (laughs) (laughs) yes exactly (laughs) so the belief in definitive beings such as sprites fairies um has been common in many parts of the world and might to some extent still be found with neo-spiritual and religious movements such as neo Derivatism? Temptress, you guys. It's like an. Yeah, it's, like temp- a, yeah. it's like a hurricane. Okay, I thought you were making fun of me. No, I was like, how like, <laughs> like, excited you got? Like, I'm like really excited. Yeah. I, yeah. I was like, I just wanted to. I'm not a dominatrix. I just like Shakespeare. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's not what you I have thinking. to clarify. Okay, sorry. Hold <laughs> on, everyone. Just so everybody knows. Continue, <laughs> Tyra. Oh, my God. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So, um, in William Shakespeare's play *The Tempest*, um, Periel is bound to serve the magician Prospero, who rescued him from the tree in which he was prisoned by Sycorax, the witch who previously inhabited mm-hmm. the island. Prospero agrees to speeding with a reminder that he saved Ariel with his heroic spell and with promises to grant Ariel his. Freedom. I just found it interesting that it was like there's like a whole there's like a whole play about like a spirit and stuff. I was like I didn't know that like I didn't know that like Shakespeare like did all that type of stuff. So it was interesting to learn about. Um, and that uh, Ariel's name means Lion of God. Ariel also some part of the part Ariel. Um, scholars have compared him to sprites depicted in other Elizabethan plays and have managed to find several similarities between them. But one thing that makes Ariel unique is the human edge and personality given to him by Shakespeare. Also, didn't realize until right now. I thought it was a girl, not a guy. But is it a guy? Yeah, Ariel is a that. is a male. He's a male sprite. Yeah, that would have got me too. Yeah, because <laughs> it on because on the picture of it, it looks like a female, not a male. So oh, there's different they're gender fluid. What's what's yeah? yeah right. Actually, you know, in some versions, like, Ariel is played by a man and a woman. Like they'll come like on stage at no, different like, times. <laughs> And, and that is theater for you. Well, that's like that's, <laughs> that's Shakespeare. That's just in general, Shakespeare yeah. did some things that yeah. like weren't done before. And in the movie, which you guys should watch, there's a movie and Helen or Hel- Helen Helen Merriam <laughs> plays Prospero, and they change it to Prospera. And it was like oh. it was very uh-huh. cool. And there's parts where Ariel, the man, will come on. And then he'll like move and dance, and then you're like, boom, he's got breasts like all of a sudden, and so. <laughs> It's wow. a, it's kind of well, like that throw me for a loop. Yeah, and like topless breasts. Like I was like, oh, that's that's not oh. him anymore. <laughs> that's a lady. <laughs> I just imagine I mean, whole you room can have breasts and be a male. That's true, Bam. you can. But it was like yes. there's parts of it where it's clearly a different actor, and mm-hmm. then his. So it's like it's this idea that his body can change, <laughs> but oh. for the most part, he's male. Cool. But um, anyways, yeah. No, that was really. I like the but Tempest that's all I a lot. Much got on Sprite. Just because when I looked it up, there wasn't a whole lot. Like, because I didn't want to go into what you were going to go into, mm-hmm. Megan, or what Nick was going to, because there's some, like, a lot of similarities between them. There's so. a lot of variations. One thing I'll compare yeah. it to, because it's what Faye already talked about, um, a Sprite can be compared to a nymph. So there's, like, there's like water sprites, air sprites, uh, wood sprites. Yeah. So, but I knew that you were going to do that. Yeah. Myself, so I didn't want to, like, yeah, no, it's it's all good. But no, sprites are fun because they can appear to look like the things that, like, if they're in the woods, they can be, like, made out of leaves and have, like, a little face and, like, a leaf hat and stuff like that. And so if they can... my favorites. They're really freaking cute. You, Tyra, those Go are all ahead. really great. Go. I want to hear yours. Okay, yeah, um, there's going to be a lot of crossover uh, once again. So... Uh, uh, so to start, um, I have the puck and the dryad and the boggart and the 
the Dulahan. Dulahan. Dulahan, yeah. Dulahan. And they're, man, all right. The Dulahan's wild. So we'll leave that, that one for last. All right. So um, going back, we have the Puck, which is originally um, Celtic. And so also from like Ireland, Scotland, England area. And um, so it has like a few different names, uh, the puck. And I think it might be because like a puck is more of like a general term of like this being, this creature. Mm -hmm. But it has names like um, uh, Robin Goodfellow and Hobgoblin. So it's sometimes referred to as like Hob or Rob. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So people will just, like, refer to it, you know. Um, Maybe people are even scared to, like, say it all the time and, like, talk about it because it could be listening. Um, So let's see. Um, Oh, yeah. And Robin Goodfellow also eventually became uh, a reference name for the devil. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't know um, that. Interesting. Yeah. So a puck is like a pretty nasty thing. Um, but at the same time, it's, it's folklore. It doesn't sound all that bad because once again, like you could maybe be on its good side. Like it's known as being like a mischievous nature sprite, um, or a demon or just a fairy. So it, it can be like a lot of different, um, crossovers, um, so it, it tends to be mischievous in like really kind of nasty ways, like leading people astray in the woods at night. It'll like <laughs> create lights and be like, Oh, here's the town over here. And it's not leading you towards town at all. <laughs> so you're just like wandering around like, Oh, doesn't seem to be. Oh, he froze. Oh my God, his thing just froze. Oh <laughs> he froze like in the middle of the session. Like, <laughs> oh no! He's probably still talking too. He probably doesn't even know. Oh that Nick, stop talking! <laughs> no, no, we're missing everything that you're saying. This is an issue. Uh, technical Did you pause it? I should. Join us next time on Folklore Friday for Fae Folk Part 2. Until next time, toodaloo.